welcome to the Vans Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, Faith Over Fear broadcast. We pray this presentation is a blessing to you as we grow together through studying and rightly dividing God's living word. Thank you for tuning in with us. And now, here's your host, Pastor Vance Mansfield. Thank you so much for tuning back into the broadcast. We are going to be starting a brand new series. And I'm going to be talking about subatomic faith. And I was leery about naming this subatomic faith and talking about the idea of subatomic faith because I knew that a lot of people are going to be listening to this going, what in the world is he talking about? Well, if you hang in there throughout the entire series, you're going to find out exactly what I'm talking about. I'm going to be dealing with faith that roots out of your cell structure. I'm going to be talking about faith that can move mountains, literally and figuratively. We are going to discuss throughout this series things that would absolutely bring you to the place in God where you can call those things that be not as though they are. See, In the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 21, it said, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So we are going to be dealing with the power of the tongue. And when you look in the ancient Hebrew at the word power, you're dealing with the picture of a hand and the picture of a door. And that allows movement in and out of the tent. All right. That's how that's explained. And combined, it means the hand moves. And that's, we're dealing with the word power. The hand moves. And the hand is part of the body that enables man to perform the works of the body. Now, we are all very well aware that we are the body of Christ. And when you look at the word tongue, you are dealing with a word that is an instrument of speech. It's an instrument of speech. So death and life are in the power of the tongue. So when you combine these, the hand moves, which is power and speech, which is the tongue or language. 
So that leads us to understand that whatever we speak is what we enforce. Whatever we speak is what we enforce. See, this, this is the thing about the mark of the beast that a lot of people don't understand. The mark of the beast is in the forehead and on the hand. It is your mind believing the systems of the beast in your hand putting to action in support of the beast. It has nothing to do with a chip. It has nothing to do with your credit card. It has everything to do with what you believe and what you enforce, right? So life and death are in the power of the tongue. Now we are going to take this to a subatomic level. And I know a lot of you people are are listening, especially some of the older people that listen and they're going, Oh my God, what what is he doing? Just hang in there. I promise you'll understand this. And for those of you that are more scientific, you're thinking, what kind of clown is this? And I'm going to tell you the same thing. Just hang in there and you'll understand this. It's not, it's not difficult. We're not going to go so deep. You can't understand it. I want you to follow along. I want you to understand that The faith that he was speaking of, the faith that God has imparted into you, the faith that Jesus spoke of, is in actuality faith that is in your cell structure. See, the Bible said, every man is dealt the measure of faith. And we did some live broadcasts on faith. And for those of you that tuned into all of our live broadcasts, Stay tuned because I'm going to share with you some things that we did not talk about in our live broadcast. And we're going to, as a lot of people would say, fly off the cuff on this one. But what it actually is, is we're going to follow the spirit on this. See, God's been dealing with this or or dealing this with me uh, for a very long time. And I have been very reluctant to even get into this. We're dealing with subatomic faith. We're dealing with faith that is in your atomic structure of your body. We're dealing with the faith that is in your cell structure. Every man is dealt the measure of faith. Now, what does it mean that every man is dealt the measure of faith? Actually, let's let's go uh let's go read that. And we're going to find that in Romans chapter 12 and verse 3. I'll read the whole verse for you. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. See, there's a preface to all of this. And you've got to take it in the context. Don't think any higher of, any more highly of yourself than you ought to think. But to think soberly, that doesn't mean that you're not given to alcohol. That just means simply that your mind is focused on God and can retain the things of God. According as God hath dealt, here it is, to every man the measure of faith. 
For as we have many members in one body, as all members have not the same office, God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. You see that? Romans chapter 12, verse 3. God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. What is the measure of faith? That's a question that a lot of people have asked me over the years, and I have not always been able to answer that question. And I have given them generic answers, just like a lot of other preachers throughout the world have given generic answers. The measure of faith is the peace of God that you are born with. See, you've got to come to the understanding that you were in God before all things were created. When you look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, and you read, In the beginning, Elohim created the heaven, singular, and the earth. The word Elohim is the feminine plurality of God. That is you contained in God from before the creation, or from before God started dealing with his creation at least. That is you you dwelling in God from before God started dealing with his creation. That when he said, let it be, And it was, you were in that process. All right, this is why in John chapter 10, when Jesus said, my sheep know my voice and a stranger they won't follow. How do you know his voice? Because you were there when he said, let it be. That's how you recognize his voice. All right. So the measure of faith is the peace of God that you are born with. Everybody's born with a peace of God. This is the very breath that you breathe. This is what causes your heart to beat. Whether you believe that or not, it is the reality of the situation. And I know that there are people that are listening that are going to go, yeah, I disagree. Well, that's, that's your prerogative and that's fine. Go ahead and disagree. I don't care. Uh, but for the rest of you, The peace of God that you are born with is is the very thing that causes your heart to beat. It is what causes you to breathe. It's what causes your lungs to take in oxygen. This is, in actuality, the measure of faith. This is the peace of God that draws you back to the fullness of God. This is the part of God that is in you that draws you back to the fullness of God. And when you are drawn back to the fullness of God, then you can start to comprehend and apprehend the fullness of God. But until you get into that place, you've got to understand that the very thing that is moving through your bloodstream is God. Well, I've just opened up a can of worms. I I realize that there are a lot of people that are going to hear this and they're going to send me emails and say, well, if everybody's born with God, then why do they need to be saved? Huh? Are you worried about the way I said that? I've got some people in the studio here. They're they're looking at me kind of funny when I said that. Well, I you know, I'm sick of beating around the bush. It's, we're We're in a day and an age now where beating on the bush just don't cut it. All right, get off, get off your high horse and let's realize what the Bible is saying. I, you know, when I was younger, people told me all the time, you know, you've got to tread lightly. You've got, you can't preach this because it'll offend. Listen, if the word of God offends you, you've got the problem, not me. Why was I made out to be the bad guy? Because the Bible offended you. You understand? 
my goal is not to offend you, but if, if the Bible offends you, then you got the problem, not me. All right, so let's, let's just keep going. I, I don't care what kind of looks I'm getting, even in my own studio here. I, I'm going to preach it, and they can receive it, or they can turn it off and go to the next podcast. It makes no difference. All right, I, I realize that people are going to act like if, if you're born, if I say you're born with God, then they're going to say, what, what's the need to be saved? Well, here's the need to be saved. Just because you're born with God doesn't mean that you're saved. It doesn't mean that you accepted him. It doesn't mean that you accepted that which is inside of you. See, the Bible said in Psalms, I think, 42.7, I believe it said, Deep calleth unto deep, at the noise of thy water spouts, thy waves and thy billows have gone over me. Okay, so let's look at this. Deep calleth unto deep. What does that mean? It means if there's a deep to call, there's a deep to respond. Yeah, Psalms 42.7. I just double-checked it. That's that's where it's at. Uh, deep calleth unto deep, at the noise of thy water spouts, thy waves and thy billows have gone over me. So what does it mean that deep calleth unto deep? It means that if there's a deep to call out, there's a deep to respond. If there's something in you there's that needs something, then there is something to answer that need. Okay, and what it is, is God in you calling out to the God that you are yet to receive. You are born with enough God to draw you back to God. Now, where is that God? He's in your blood system. And I may have this backwards. I, I don't actually have notes for what I'm teaching, so I'm, I may have this backwards. And if I do, forgive me. But I believe... I know for a fact one or the other is this, but I believe it's the red blood cell that has no DNA makeup in it. The red blood cell. Now, when you look at the word Adam or what you call Adam, you are dealing with what is called red or ruddy. That is also what Esau was named, red. Okay? And when you're dealing with red, you're dealing with something that only has the makeup of God. That's why Adam was in the image of God, or those that were called Adam were made in the image and likeness of God. Okay, I'm telling you that in your red blood cells, you can find God. I don't care if science can find it or not. See, the Bible said that Jesus was the image of the invisible God. Well, if he's invisible, then scientists cannot find him. Why? Because he's not found in a microscope. He's found by your faith. He's found by you understanding that he's there and drawing unto him. All right, we're dealing with subatomic faith. But I've got to lay some groundwork before we can actually get into the meat of this message. So we're talking about life and death and the power of the tongue. This is kind of the preface of the message. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So they are in the hand that is enforced because whatever you speak, you've got to enforce. Let me give you an example. 
there are people that protest things. And when they protest things, they feel like that their hand has got to throw rocks. It's got to throw whatever it is it's throwing. Because they have spoken this, their pride takes over and they, they have got to uh, enforce that with their hand. They've got to enforce it with their hand. So we are looking at something that whatever we speak, we've got to enforce. And if we enforce it, then we fall subject to it. And if we fall subject to it, then it totally controls us. And if we enforce it and it controls us, then that means that God is not controlling us. If God, if we're not controlled by God, which means that we're not following the leading of his spirit, then we are in error to the will of God. So when you take your identity in anything in the flesh, you are taking your identity outside of God. We are dealing with something that is so far inside of you and so deeply rooted in you. This is part of actually, you know, that, that thing inside of you, that gut feeling inside of you, even if you don't believe in God, that, that gut feeling inside of you that tells you don't do this, do this, you know, if you go in there, you're going to get hurt type stuff. Uh, that We're dealing with the subatomic particles of God that is inside of our molecular structure. And when you're dealing with atomic faith, by the end of this series, we are going to talk about everything that you need to know in order for whatever you speak, whatever you pray to come to pass. We're not going to beat around the bush. I am literally going to unfold mysteries to you that have been hidden from for ages that a lot of preachers around America will not even think about preaching. I am going to declare to you exactly how to have your prayers answered. And I know that you have heard that statement before, but I'm telling you, we are going to get into some things that you have never heard before. I promise you. And how you're going to have your prayers answered. Everything that you want to understand about your faith is going to be answered in this. So when you are praying and those things don't get answered, and you're wondering why you've prayed and you've prayed and it's not been answered, we have the answer. So you've got to stay tuned to this series. We are dealing with subatomic faith. And I encourage every one of you to tune in and listen to the very next part of this broadcast. We are going to get into some meat, some of the meat of this message. But I don't want to leave you empty-handed, so I'm going, to, I'm going to share this with you before we leave. 
We read that the power of death and life are in the tongue. Why is the power of death and life in the tongue? Because whatever you speak, you have spoken it out loud. And not only you, but the spirits that surround you have heard your statement. And when you speak that, you're only speaking what you believe. So if I say I hate you, and I send forth I hate you, and I mean that I hate you, then every spirit of hate that is near is going to attach itself under that statement that I have said, I hate you. And I am not only sending forth hate from my mouth to you, but I am sending forth every spirit of hate that is near to receive that hate that I have sent forth. And they will attach themselves unto the hate that I have sent forth And when you hear it and you receive it, you have not only received the words of my lips that I hate you, but you have received every spirit of hate that has attached itself unto the statement that I have made. If I send forth, I love you or that you shall live and not die. Then every spirit of life and love will attach itself to that statement If I mean it, it will attach itself to that statement. And when you receive this statement that you shall live and not die or that I love you, then you are receiving every spirit of love that has attached itself to that statement. And you're not only receiving my words, but you're receiving every spirit that's attached itself to what I have sent forth to you. See, Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. But not every word that we speak is life. It's all spirit, but it's not all life. Some spirits that we speak or some words that we speak are the spirit of death. Whether we know it or not, it doesn't mean Uh, that we're saying death or I hope you die. It just simply means that if we say I can't, that's a spirit of death. See, we've been defeated and we've killed any opportunity of completing what God has purposed us to complete. And if we say that we are not good enough, we have killed the total opportunity for us to produce what God has commanded us to produce in that statement. I pray that this broadcast has been a blessing to you. Listen to this powerful message as we go off the air. Thank you for tuning in to this broadcast. We pray it has been a blessing to you all. Do not forget to like us and follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to check out our podcast titled Faith Over Fear with Pastor Vance Mansfield on all of your favorite stations. If you are not a partner yet and you would like to join this mighty move of God across the nations, go now to our website, PastorVanceMansfield.com to create a special partnership with the work of God's kingdom and you can write to us making your checks payable to the Vance Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, P.O. Box 8882, Fort Worth, Texas 76124. And remember, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom.